0: Uh, welcome, ladies and gents, to the first ever Murray's Mates podcast. I've uh, got with me Paul, Corey, and everyone at so including ourselves, are thankful for Swanson Asset Management LTD for sponsoring this episode of Murray's Mates, your Thistle podcast. Swanson Asset Managements were formed by well-known Lagstissel super fan Graham Swanson in 2017. Sam, who's their known, specialise in contract management, regulatory compliance, defect diagnosis, procurement and stock condition surveys. Sam also provide operational services for planned, cyclical and reactive repair programs for your property portfolio. To get in touch with Graham, call him on 75 872 or email SamLtd 2017 at Outlook.com. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Corey, where did we start? Where did where did Corey use that? The man and we all know and love from
1: Lancaster. So, where did it all begin? Uh, basically, my local boys' club team, East End United. Uh, started there when I was about probably eight or nine. Played there for about two years and then I went to St Andrews. Boys' club also in Greenock. Now i back to East End again. And then I kind of just played there up to under 19s. So, basically, the best part of 10 years I spent at East End. Kinda, it was like all the boys went to school, way and that. So, so it suited me not. I mean, I stayed two minutes for the pitch as well. So, we that. So, it was ideal. And then I left uh, East End, went to Greenwood Juniors uh, for a season, and then obviously called only for three seasons, and then I ended up at Largs this year. Uh,
0: and just talking the boys' club, so you, you never never pro-youth or ever had any offers or anything
1: like that? No, I'd, I had a few trials when I was younger, but I was like dead young, I like 12, 13, kind of thing it was, new, and then obviously nothing really came it. But I was happy playing boys' club. But I think, I don't really think many boys from my boys' club really went pro-youth friendly. like that. I don't know, I don't know what it was, maybe the kind of catchment area or whatnot, but nobody really went elsewhere than that, we kind of just stayed together.
0: I it was a bit of um, a weird one. Uh, I, I don't know, personally, I prefer uh, having played boys club all the way up. I think I've got a lot better friends uh, playing boys club than I would ever uh, have. Uh, and I don't think if I played pro, you would ever asked to get put a season at the field. <laughs> <laughs> I think one thought, no chance. Uh,
1: I think a lot of boys at East End anyway, kind of, were happy at East End because... We're all kind of in school together, we're all hanging kind of out together as well, outside of football as well, so it kind of suited everybody. They're quite a
2: successful team at East End, I believe,
1: aren't they? Kind of uh, aye, we we've done all right, aye. I, uh, kind of, I think we won most things at what they offer at boys' club level. Uh, that's
0: Obviously, what we won in Scotland That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Under uh, in the 19th, he's won the league, the league and the cup. Uh, I've done my uh, least uh, best for this, Corey, trust me. We've found out made it about that later on as well. Uh, <laughs>
2: I also understand, because you're quite uh, sorry for interrupting Graham. I mean, Mummy, why would I call you Graham? <laughs> uh, I also understand, uh, maybe I might be wrong on this, this occasion, Corby, but I understand when you were... Uh, understand it's, it's not uncommon for a lot of the, the, the boys to know each other in Largs, because a lot of boys are based in Inverclyde. Did you know uh, any boys? Or was it, or you maybe a bit an odd one out, should we say?
1: Because you were a little younger than some of the team. No, I knew, uh, obviously, it grew like a player Marty Orr, who ended up at Largs. Uh, I just kinda know a few boys we have been about, but also big Craig, big Nike Jameson as well in two there. So I kinda I knew I knew quite a, a few boys to be fair, but I think obviously because they were a bit older than me, and I never really had a chance to play with them. And obviously once I've came here they've kind of moved on, so it's kind of way it works. So hi no I did I knew quite a lot of boys who played with us. Just try to fill the boots yeah. of the legends of the club? Is that what it was? Was that Try
0: to fill the boots of the legends of the club? <laughs> that it's sounds like cool. me, I know. Everyone grows up wanting to be the next Nicky Jimerson. that first. <laughs> Did you
2: have any embarrassing nicknames when you played boys' football? Because uh, we used to see Nicky Jimerson. Yeah, you will know this. Yeah, Nicky Jimerson. A few years ago, I accidentally, wrote, I wrote Nicky Jimerson on a team sheet, and I don't know what happened, but the, the, this, this, one of the eight, one of the things to the end came off. So it read Vicky Jimerson, <laughs> which is still
1: called to this day. <laughs> I don't know what, ego you go. You have
0: got a large knowledge now. <laughs> <laughs> I just expanded my knowledge. I never, I, would never heard of <laughs> that. Uh, well, I lived in 2017 essentially when I know
2: a lot
0: of these boys. So, <laughs> uh, touching up on the Scottish Cup final, uh, I watched, I watched the highlights again. Uh, my, that's how I scroll through your Facebook. That was basically my research, if you want to call it that. Four uh, three, <laughs> close that game. And then according to your coach at the end of the game, maybe she should be one of the first ever teams from Inverclyde to win the Scottish Cup.
1: Uh it was something like I don't know how many years it was, to be but it was a long time anyway before anybody else had won it. but uh, I missed most of that season. I was out for like six months with my knee. I got not at the start of the season and I missed it. So I came back and played the semis and I played we had the school semi final as well, and then we played we played the semis final for East End on a Sunday, and then the school semi final on Monday. He's crazy grammar, and uh, so I think a lot of boys are like that. Like, you mean? It was a bit of a long slog, but no, it was obviously. I think because I think Broxburn beat Antanin, who are a big a big boys club early group. I think Bradley Gray played for them.
0: Is
1: that real? Aye, so, I- I, so uh, anyway, obviously we beat the final, but we probably deserved it. But I think it's. I was like, a I feel different as a Scottish. It was like. We hardly ever really done well in the Scottish Cup, except for that season. They ended up going to win it, so kind of a weird, a weird year for us.
0: That's a weird one. I think it's just uh it's always a lot. Yeah, I played, I played like boys' club with a few different teams, and there was one of them was really good, and I don't think we ever got beyond the first round. We always like just ended up other teams that done well, and then there was teams that were in the league. One got to the final, no one won it, and uh, honestly, I don't, I don't even think either of them were particularly great. There's mm-hmm. only. To be one of them had their left back now plays them, Ferman or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you
2: notice, uh, one thing i sorry for interrupting Murray, but uh, did you maybe notice, uh, I've noticed, and I think Murray would probably have seen this as well, that it seems to be quite challenging keeping boys in the game a little bit, because I've noticed even from when Murray started playing, the amount of teams that have dropped out of the game is, look at you, Murray, Murray, see your league you played in last year. See, five years ago there were five. That there were five leagues in the West of Scotland Twenties League. They struggled to finish two. They struggled to finish with two and a half last year. It seems to. I think that's to your credit, Corey, because you don't see as many. It's quite common for boys to come through. I hate to use the word boys because you have a grown man, but young men uh, to yeah. come through from pro youth. And I always personally, I always have quite a bit of. I always get quite. I was quite excited to see young men coming through youth football, as in boys' football, because I think this a bit more to the commitment level Because it's quite a difficult environment to mm-hmm. really make out of boys' football. Also, uh, maybe a bit of stereotypes uh, there's a lot of. Stereoty- I tend to think there's a lot of perceptions a wee bit about pro youth football, mm-hmm. and also maybe a wee bit about boy uh, boys' club football. And uh, I think I've, I've certainly I've enjoyed I've enjoyed following your. Uh, I don't know Murray has as well. Uh, when I'm not interrupting them, sorry, Murray, uh, <laughs> when uh, I've enjoyed following your, your journey so far. He's a away, forgive
0: on I know forgive uh, me. we've actually got uh, quite a lot of boys that have came through the boys' club in the first team. That's you've got uh, me, if that counts, uh, Love and George, Brad.
1: I know, because I think, as you just saying that, Paul, it was like, in Greenock, when I was at when, once my East End team folded, there was like, two other boys clubs about it at my age group, you know what I mean, so that's probably why a lot of boys can go elsewhere and maybe just take extra shifts at work, you no, know what I mean, it was yeah. It was a, kind of a weird, a weird setup. That's what i at the 21s. We played,
0: uh, well, when I only played 17s, 19s, there was a full initial league and things like that. We had up to like, 20 teams in it at points, and then uh, I went to 21s and there was us and Coenan in the whole of Ayrshire and that was it uh, for 21s it was It's just that kind cool. of age, Try to get folk to stay committed to
2: it. Nice think they could have possibly, I, I, I don't think this would make itself, would make a uh, 100% difference, but perhaps. I used to talk to my, I used to talk to talk Jamie McGowan about this. Obviously, Jamie McGowan comes from pro youth, so his focus is a wee bit different. And obviously, Jamie McGowan has played first-team football as well for Benick Martin. And I used to wonder if, because I'm very much an advocate of, of maybe seeing Germany. It's more because of TV schedules, but still, a lot of the leagues above, most German leagues Stagger a just between Friday and Monday. And I felt, see Saturday afternoon, young men, a lot of young men who are still at school are going to have to work on Saturday afternoon now. A lot of young men who are going to uni, they might, might be able to be more free, let's say, on a Sunday evening or a Friday evening. Maybe not a Thursday so much because of the nature, you a lot of European football is on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. But I've always felt perhaps they could maybe, I don't know what the two of you think about it, if they could maybe... They might have a slightly better attention or might be able to keep. I think it is a case of the boys that want to go to go. We need to accept that less young men and women want to play football now. But it's, if that might help retain those that do, it also might help just work better. Because I used to find it an absolute sham. I used to I used to think it was a bit ridiculous Frankly, Anglia in the 20s played on a Saturday afternoon. When a lot of your When boys could have been good enough to play a if not for us, another team at our level or in what was in junior football. I don't know what the two of think about it, but I feel at least that at least might plug the, the, that might reduce the difficulties in running teams if there's more flexibility of when teams play, of, how, uh,
0: of when teams play, for instance. I was always a big fan of Friday night football, to be fair. Uh, is that right. that, that's when the new 20s leagues might be getting played into it, is Friday night uh, Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: uh, but I, even like I played, I played rugby uh, for a year. When my football was on a Sunday, and uh, we sometimes just get asked why I get the gym game, game change to a Friday and every single time. I foot failure, you'd say aye, because it's just so much easier, and then you get a full aye, weekend ahead of you. Aye,
1: no, I, I, I'd go for that as well. Even at a level, but obviously it just depends when it, but teams can I vote for. It? But no, I definitely go for that.
2: I actually once interviewed your former coach Murray. I mean M- Murray, your former coach. And this podcast is so turned into Murray and Paul's mate, sorry. <laughs> but I once interviewed your former coach Chris. And obviously Chris did a heck of a lot of great work with Logs Coach, the twenties. But me and him had a major disagreement on this point and Chris wouldn't Chris wouldn't be annoyed at me for saying this, because we did we did discuss it in the programme. Chris was against f- football not being authority because in his opinion, football was best played on a Saturday. Until recently, I would have agreed with that, but you need to be a little—you just need to be a bit more flexible now because the the nature of young men and women with their working schedules and their study schedules, and just with picture availability, I feel as if sometimes Link's sports football misses the bigger picture. Sometimes
0: it's just a big thing with age, obviously. If you're the likes so, uh, well, maybe, maybe a, like, slightly younger than me and Corey now, uh, a Friday night you're more available because you're at school and you're not planning to after that anyway. Whereas maybe mm-hmm. if you're Chris's age and you're working Monday to Friday or you, he's normally working at the schools doing the coaching, things like that, then Friday night's maybe not best suited to you if you're not finishing mm-hmm. at five o'clock, you're not home at six. Like how...
2: That wasn't a criticism of you, Chris, if you're listening. It was, <laughs> I like, but that was definitely not a criticism of you, Chris. Well and there. as Murray said, it's perfectly, very legitimate. It's it's no easy answers how we how we fix football in Scotland.
0: But uh, back to Corey. Uh, one one <laughs> last thing on your your boys' club football. How soon after winning the Scottish Cup did you all go to MAGA? Uh,
1: <laughs> was it like I think we went to summer together. Because I just it seen one. Like of we no. went We went in like
0: mid June. Mm-hmm. What's that? Because I seen That's one football, and I went with a big group of boys on holiday, but that was a big group of boys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I photo aye, I. know. I don't. I don't got all the employees we used to with there, but the majority did It was like, I think it was like twelve years or something like that for your team I went together. No, it was a good laugh, but it was brilliant, oh,
0: see, man. Uh, and then you said you moved on to Greenock after Boys Club. How did aye. you quit Greenock Juniors? Is that just your local team or?
1: Uh, it was it was the end of one of their seasons, and I think they were struggling for bodies. And I think it was the three, three from my East End team went and helped to it. kind of thing just to fill up the numbers, basically. I think we played Cumnock at Lugar. See so when they played at Luger when the pitch was getting dark, they oh, played yeah. there. It was like one. I think it was like a Wednesday night or something like that. I think, I think we get beat two one after. Them. I think uh, uh, two boy, I think it was me and our boy went and we both done well. So we got asked back again, and we just kind of played out the rest, rest of the season. And then Stephen Mooney and David Dallas came in as managers for the following season, and then they asked me to sign on, which I was, was mainly happy to do at the time, you know I mean? so uh, that was good.
0: But how did you find that? How did you find the step up from playing boys' football to, to men's football, what, really?
1: Well, at boys' club, I was a centre-mid, centre-mid, right-mid kind of thing, and then as soon as I went to Greenock, I played I my first few games, I played right-back, which I was. I, I, I probably preferred right-back to centre-mid, to be honest with you, although I played centre-mid for years, but you could tell it was obviously a lot kind of quicker. I mean, a physical, you not know I mean? I'm probably still not the biggest. But even back then, I was even, even skinnier, you know what I mean? So it was quite hard to like, adapt that way. But no, it was good.
0: I guess like, even even the load and the levels you go, the, the teams know what they're good at. I always said like, I mean the first time uh, uh, I went to Silke, like, I'd, I'd never even trained at anything. I just got asked basically if I wanted to go down and help <coughs> because they didn't have a keeper for the game. And the first thing the manager said to me is around, it's like, boys, we know we can't play football. but we go into the corner. <laughs> we, just, we just run for it, we play for uh, and it's it's just as a, a completely different thing how you play the boys, club man. But uh, you obviously adapted the role because you were player of the year and first player of the year. your know, first full season there.
1: Aye, I don't know. It was just it was just sort of a good spell. towards the end of the season, and that's kind of what people remember. You know what I mean, it was there's a lot of good players in that team. A lot of the boys, obviously, Willie McClure, who was at large, He he was you not know, not mean experience. So. No, it was uh, it was obviously Marty always there as well. So it was a lot of good good players in the team. It was just kind of, because I think a lot of them have moved on to kind of better teams now, better levels as well. So it was well, I a mean, bit better than we did to be fair, but it was a good team. I enjoyed it there anyway. Did you play alongside Andy Monaghan, I, I think, in a different team in this case? No, uh, I, think,
2: I think he's Port Glasgow Juniors, isn't he? I wouldn't, get, I, I wouldn't get them confused. Sorry, <laughs> I shouldn't get them confused. Sorry. Sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, could you tell? Could you tell then that Marty was going to be a good player?
1: It was always fit. It was. He played. He played right back. at you so he did. He was a, a fit boy. You know what I mean. But he's a bit older than me, Marty. So I really didn't, didn't see him playing much. Eh, before that, really. So, but no, I could tell he was going to be decent.
0: And then, obviously, you've done well there. And then, the kind of longest spell of your career, you ended up moving to Coburnley. How did that come about?
1: Eh, so, Budgie McGee get a the job, and eh, he was quite pallyway. Stephen Mooney and Stephen Dallas, who was one of my managers, and then they kind of just organised it between them. And I just kind of went and spoke to Budgie and the chairman at Coburney, and then I just signed there. I was actually quite surprised with it at Koberly, how because I, when I went, I was obviously quite inexperienced, quite young as well, so I didn't expect to play as much as I did. I, think I ended up playing the most appearances that at season, and all, but all right. across the back. Well, about yeah. these
2: old rumours that are sort of interested you at the same time.
1: I, I know. I, <laughs> I thought I, mean, I like was you- going I think I was I was, mate, I, I was kind of talking to Alan at the same time as Marty Ursa signed that same season. I think two of us were to come down. Obviously, I uh, up to the football instead at that time.
0: Well, it was a good decision. You wouldn't have broken that last team. That last team was tremendous, mate. <laughs> I know.
1: Couple <Club> of Legends are- <laughs>
0: That's, it. That's, it. That's when heroes were born that season. Because I believe roughly uh, enough, roughly November that season, they ended up signing the best goalkeeper, in the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh the first player bought in the two thousands as well. Uh, <laughs> for was it a, was it a big step up in standard between Greenup and Coburn there
1: at first I, it, I see during the pre season that I felt as if I'm a, a bit out of my depth for a wee bit. Like, I didn't know I was really playing well. And then I think we played O'Reilly cu- and Bede we played and beat in that cup section at the start of the season and I kinda of played all right M two games and I sort of I kind of started thinking my feet a wee bit. And then we played Paul at first game of the season, and that was when Paul I think they spent a lot of money that year. Uh, a lot of players in, and I think we beat, we think we beat them 4 2. So, obviously, I think for you on, know, I sort of just kicked on at on the then. It's just got a kind of growing confidence each game. You Not know I mean? to sort of it's met my place in the team.
0: Was there anyone that helped you out in particular? Was there any like, experienced boys there that?
1: Well, obviously, Davey Anderson, he was there, I and mean, he was different class, Davey, so he was just, he just came a boy, we never lose it. You know what I mean? My end players, but I think he was obviously quite well known in junior game, isn't he, Davey, so by brilliant player. Obviously, we Scully was there as well, we John Scully also very good technically, so
0: no, it was, it was obviously a lot of good players that were there. And uh, you played some big games when you were there, you touched on it, you played against B. What What are the Coburn they games like? Because I've been to quite a few <laughs> watching them, and they are uh, absolutely bush. <laughs> so I want you to know what it's like as a player.
1: I before I signed, it was like I, I, I knew it was like a rivalry, but I didn't know how much it was like how much it was. Was it, about it kind of Can I What I mean? How much is it? was all about. But it was. I think if first time we played, we drew three each. It was in that cup section, and then we played them again. It didn't it the again? And I think we won three two. I think. But aye, it was. It was pretty intense, man. I'm getting pebbles, so it was the whole game. I was like, oh, pff, I don't know what to do myself. <laughs> but it was a good, also a good experience. Not what I mean it was. I was a really good to play anyway. There's also the famous
0: a lot behind Coburnley's Park. I don't know if there's, there's still fans go up and try and watch a game fair up there when you were there. I it's
1: like aye, I think so. I think I was, but. I'm not. I'm not so sure. Like I think I've seen people put pictures
0: in that up. Feel like somewhere it's at a stadium, but I don't know where it was. You know what I mean? Actually, I'm just going in my mind. That is. Uh, I also think it's crazy that there was like proper loads of balls turning up to a junior football game. Thought would never. Uh, you know, I, I know imagine good. that when it was be here. Come on, maybe. But <laughs> I, I, honestly, some of the best rivalries I've seen. have been junior football. Yeah, I've like been so much more. Uh, yeah.
1: That's
0: uh, a big one as well. Maybe Aye, that's the. I can't remember, there was, I know definitely like coburnie Beef, but, but I mean, can I before uh, your time, that had to get played behind closed doors for a few games. Nah. Oh, the trouble in that was going on, they it at Tor- <laughs> it's it's mad, not I, I know. I, it's, it's should,
2: you should have had seen the 1970s when hooliganism was rife, some of the stories that see Cumnick and Talbot they had a West of Scotland Cup final against, uh, against each other. I think it was 1979, 1980. Yeah. And it was played at Dan Park, or us briefly played. Yeah. Trouble was so bad, they were banned from playing from Dan Park for life afterwards. <laughs> and it was also in the uh, even lags games. In six we went to Camelon, the Scottish Cup. Camelon, a big team at the time, they were holders. And we had obviously won it the year before that. And... Someone got hit by a corner flag. It got a bit... Wet. I know that doesn't sound wild, but if people are getting the pitch and that happens,
1: Aye. it's
2: clearly trouble. We took nine buses to that game. That's... We're a, a very big support then. Uh-huh. Uh, and I will say, I will say, Murray, uh, Corey, I, I think you're a bit unlucky. Against, I, I, I do think you must have been a little unlucky against Logs when you were at Coburny i I've checked your record, not you, personal record, of course, but Kobani's record against us in three seasons: played six, won one, lost five, uh, one yeah, of yeah. which was admittedly a penalty show Goals for three goals against
1: three. I'm, yes, I'm going count in my head. Goals against, uh, I believe, fourteen. I uh, you know. I think we always hated playing against Laxta. It was always just. Right in your face, no, I mean it was quite a hard time to play against, especially going into the Barfields, it was quite a hard place to go. I think he's obviously beat, was it 5-1 or 5, one, five numbers, I thought something like that, last season? know, nothing. Uh, remember Joe
2: Knowles maybe? What a player, he, he must have been a great player to train with.
0: Uh, Joe, Joe Knulls, Australian boy. When he first came down the train and it was scary. Do, do you know how good Joe Knowles is? Uh, is? He's got a compilation video on YouTube and that's when I... I know, is that your Australian boy? Is that him? I? I, He's been in FIFA. A, <laughs> I'd also like to put out a disclaimer right now. I, you know what? I hope Joe knows he's listening because he bumped my jacket. <laughs> but I'm not happy to. Turned up the please. I'm fairly sure he will. He
2: still follows us. He still follows us. And he's a big fan. So I think it's very likely he will be. the number one
0: in his chest. And I, I was kind of looking up, like, Joe, there's only one number one here and it's not you. I can't. I can't even <laughs> do this. But no, need nah, he's a good villain. Yeah, he was just... Very good. It was frightening, but like his finishing and all that and training was oh, yes. know, uh, Embarrassing at times for me to be fair. Absolutely, <laughs> it, was, it was. You might
2: remember this movie. We had a vote last year, on a uh, players on best eleven of the decade yes. last year. Joel didn't go well, Not Joel. Uh, Joel didn't get it, but he made such an impression. at being been off us for five months. Four months. He was off four months. I had to include that in that poll. He made such a big impression that I felt I'd be remiss not to pitch him I actually got a wee bit I won't say, but an ex-player gave him a bit of hassle because of that. Anyone that played with Joel, Joel, or watched Joel, he's one of the best players I've seen at large. It doesn't matter, he's only been there for four months. Classes, you, you could not ignore that class. Yeah. Great player to have, and I'm well honoured to have him. Right.
1: And he's got a hatter against Good morning, in in team. <laughs>
0: I think yeah. I didn't know that just for that fall, I didn't know that one. <laughs> well, we've got you both here, Corey. Do, you, do I say in the poll about deciding to post one random historic game and having a former, a <laughs> current large player getting you mulled at six? I was getting slaughtered for out of so I was a
1: far name at an
0: hour. Should I at least have the team line before the game? So we, you know, we were just I didn't play, play, play that game, I, yeah. I wasn't in the pitch that
1: game.
0: Really, I mean, to be no, out. but
2: you've obviously you've obviously done particularly well to because we talked about how we we obviously were first in 2017, 2000 and but obviously you will you know more than us, but you've you clearly developed into an even better player since then. And as Murray said, a it, 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 might, it might have been a, it might have been quite risky to have came as a young guy. Because we've seen young guys come to the club before and I know they're good players, but they don't one one member you played was David maybe David Ewan, for instance, Murray. Yeah. Good job player. Couldn't quite break in. And Sometimes I felt
0: mean, in the position you play and things like that as well. So yeah,
2: right. And at no. the time we had Nicky, Ian, Craig, Laurie, Alan in defence. Not an easy not an easy team to break into. Alan go brind. Right. Hello?
1: looking back on it, it probably was a right, right, I think to go to Coburnie, now obviously with Nicky and Craig in there, probably with a hearty break, as you said, hearty break into that squad, you know what I mean, so. I
2: know Coburnie, a lot of Lags fans, have a slight antagonist, no one's Coburnie, but I have a lot of time for Coburnie, they've, Mm -hmm. just also from a social point of view, Coburnie isn't a wealthy place, and Uh, they do, I think of a lot, here's generally, I just, I know I'm going to get taken off the air, for saying that, but I have a lot of time for Coburny. Forgive me, uh, and uh, I enjoy going there. I would like, uh, uh, I enjoy going there, and I, I look forward to seeing them back next season. Yeah, uh, that's sorry, sorry, my me having my
0: pain Coburny. There is, there is just one, one more last Coburny game that I bring up, and that's the, the Ayrshire Cup semi-final. what
1: like penalties?
0: One that. One of the penalties? What were your thoughts on that game? Was it? Would that have been like a first cup final in the juniors?
1: Aye, it would have been, aye. aye, aye. I've, 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 I've not been to a cup final. I was as close as I got as well. I've been to a cup final at, at semi, but no, it was one of them games when I don't think anybody was really going to score. i played that game for 180 minutes and I don't think we've had a goal, but
2: it wow, I mean, was a lottery. You know what I mean? uh, you, did
0: you take a penalty, pen oh, Corey? I can't remember. Oh, mate, no,
1: don't be daft, no, no chance. We got in the keeper are in the bottom line. Blair did a great job
0: that night. Ah, ah, no I know. the yeah. keeper. Good, good keeper.
2: If you're listening, Blair, we hope you're doing well, by the way.
0: Yeah, it, was, it was all in the warm-up, mate. Whoever warmed them up that game knew what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's just one more Kobarni question. This is a very personal one. Can you tell me anything about Rio and Juskoviak?
1: Like Rio who's that I've... A good guy to be fair, a good player as well, but uh, he was a bit of a, a, bit of a, a, bit of a weird guy and all. But no, new, big deal, a uh, he was brand new, Bigger, I got him well He was like the kind of daddy team, not I mean, he was the kind of oldest guy here, yeah, most experienced. But, but see, for his age, man, he was, he was fit. He was really yeah. fit for his age, he was a PE teacher that, I think, so he was a, a fit boy for his age, you know what I mean? So, no,
0: played
1: played him, that, is Rion still, still playing? No, he retired last season, end of last season. I was wondering,
2: because he was in Championship Manager 0102, nearly like 20 years ago, so... I, I,
1: <laughs> uh, he always brought that... Lee McVease
0: in that, is a good player,
1: Liam? Craig, oh, he was a funny guy in Alti for a deal.
0: Craig, Craig Levine
1: signed him when it was at uh,
0: Cowden Beasts. That was about as good as his career got. So. Yeah, I didn't know that.
1: I knew he played at Cowden Beasts, but I didn't know
0: that. Uh, I was at C after the semi-final. Like, see, because he'd seen me before the game, and he, he must have known, as soon as he won that penalty shout I'm not letting that boy come over and gloat. He's not even played. <laughs> he's actually tired <laughs> to we're changing him after to the game, man. It's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I just thought I'd get him in there, to be fair. Uh, he's, a, he's a legend of Adrosan uh, Academy. No, uh, he took our basketball team back when we were we guys. So, he yeah. took great pleasure in showing us up, man. <laughs> 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 uh, and just before we go on to talk about lags, I would like to remind you all once again uh, the person that has helped make this all possible. Thank you to Graham at Swanson Asset Management for sponsoring this episode of Murray's Mates, your Lags Thistle podcast. Sam are Scotland's experts in contract management, regulatory compliance, defect diagnosis, procurement, and stock condition surveys. Sam also provide operational services for planned, cyclical, and reactive repair programs for your property portfolio. To get in touch with Graham, call him on 075 872 243. Double two, or email Sam Ltd twenty seventeen at outlook Thank
2: and you very up. much, Graham. <laughs> uh, you've not you've not had a chance to meet Graham yet, Corby. Graham's a Graham's, Graham's a Graham's a greatest lovely guy, lovely guy, and I know you listen to this podcast about five times <laughs> in the <laughs> day. I'm not um, I am forward to it. fans with
1: it. Barfield anyway.
0: I'd also like to take this time to personally thank Graham for sponsoring me for the season, much appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's just a be quick bit about lags because I noticed we are running out of time and I have got a quiz that I definitely want to get through with you. <laughs> so, uh, since you've came to lags, what's it been like?
1: It's, it was, it's been good, but it's been, it's been hard. To, pre-season was probably the hardest I've done. See, at day down at oven Beach, man, that was wild. I've never i wanted mean, <laughs> to miss
0: that, honestly. I was, you know how you usually put in day off requests at one? I was putting day one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's been good, obviously, a bit different. <laughs> it's been good, obviously, that COVID and that has been a bit different, but it's been like for every team. I mean At first, it was non-contact and that kind of thing. But no, it's been like, training is really good, to be fair. It's a lot, probably a lot kind of more intense than what I was used to. Like boys finding attack and training and things like that I'm probably not used to it. You know what I mean I'm probably before. I was probably like first trying to hold back and maybe not get hurt and things like that, I hurt other boys, but I think we the Andy wants you to change, it's kinda of where you play, you know what I mean? Which is fair enough. It's ideal, you know what I mean? It's a lot better.
0: I actually was on the park as well, just thinking about this levels just training yeah. that intensity so much is it kind of brings yeah. that on. Ah, uh, yeah.
1: Um obviously we large playing the play boys to be fit, didn't he? So obviously where you change it's got to be pretty and to get his kind of at a fitness level to go a whole night, you know what I mean? But it's good. So you getting
0: something you took not mean for your three
1: three K time. Just over ten minutes for three kilometers. Whoever's done that, we Craigie. <laughs> Please stop <laughs> I know that. I know. It's mental, it's scary, it's like just cause I do done one of the days sitting at the middle beat him, but I was I was nowhere near it, man. I think I was like 30 seconds behind him or something like that. But I uh, was a bit of a fit we got into you man.
2: I think it says a lot about Craig There's the old urban rumour about him running from lags to Genox after a training session. <laughs> it's obviously not true, but a lot of people genuinely thought it was true, and I've seen that reported
1: in the press, that
2: people <laughs> actually believe that happened. You'll do no, it yeah. one day.
1: We know you'll do it one day, Craig. <laughs> oh, he's a fit boy anyway, Craig, Uh
0: And then, just pre-season, you had to assert yourself as a lag-stistle hard man, so you got a massive gouge on your eye. Was that a bit <laughs> of a setback at the start of the season?
1: I know, it was a bit... I think it was like, I think we had two more games to play pre-season before the season started, so I was kind of like a bit worried because I missed the first game of the season. But no, it was twenty minutes in it, a and centre half. It's just it's going to happen. Isn't it probably, but no, it was, at least it's how I knew it. it's, it's better because I, I busted it again during Clyde bank the first game of the season. Too. I was like, oh no, here we go again. But it wasn't as bad. I think I think Val just kind of put Vaseline over it, and it was it was good to go again. But no, it couldn't happen. Uh,
0: and then you've done a few things since you came to the club. This isn't your first experience of <laughs> the like social media. Uh, your lockdown video, I've just got a note here and it says, could you have talked any faster? I'll,
1: I'll get slaughtered for that, all the think, because I'm figuring out as well, you know I mean, that's just, just, I'm just, probably talking too fast on this tonight as well, but it's kind of
0: hell <laughs> you know I mean, it's murder. Oh, uh, it's just, I just don't know. Getting myself like, it honestly looked like you, couldn't I get out there quick enough? You were speaking through it. Pure
1: Who raping. was saying that? Who answer? was that say that? Me, <laughs> I watched it. Oh, was it you? All right? I thought, I thought something fit in the scene at And then uh, <laughs> there's just a couple
0: of points for the video that I wanted to bring up. Did you ever watch Money Heist? You said you were going to get into it, and I'm interested. No, actually,
1: I've actually not watched
0: that yet. Yeah, no, <laughs> I started uh, watching that <laughs> uh, And then I've got one more thing. I noted there was golf clubs in the background. Is it true that Wee Craigie just plays with you, so he's got someone he's actually able to beat?
1: She, 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 she golf Very good, I know. I think it's one of me guys, he's good at everything.
0: I, I, know, I've, I played a few times with him during lockdown, but uh, me mean yeah, for like, me and he had his number, mate. We had his card marked. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> no, I think I I only took golf up, but if he uh, started a first lockdown. So but I'm I'm, I'm getting I'm a slowly but surely I'm getting all right on it, but it's it's the hard as a hard sport, isn't it man? It's, it's murder.
2: Is, is there anything is there anything you see from lockdown? Because obviously a lot of people have had to change the way you love their lives and maybe found some new hobbies in on lockdown. Is there, it's maybe a weird question, but is there anything that you've kind of got into since
1: lockdown? Except from golf. No, but honestly, that's all doing lately. It's just basically playing golf and basically going to work and football now. So I've had to work through can I two lockdowns because we have classes key workers, but it's oh, okay. but it's uh, no, I pretty much just took up golf during the first lockdown. That's take took up most of my time. But you wouldn't think so if you see me playing right enough. <laughs>
0: A slow process, mate. I've played off the same chat for about five years, so I'm just going to hack my life. <laughs> I'm just going to stay there for a
1: while.
0: Oh. Uh, before we wrap up, I said I had a quiz for you. The visual aid is purely for, for your purposes here, Corey, because uh, the, the people listening can't actually see it. But here we have a selection of very important must know as stizzle trivia questions, which I would like you to answer. Are you ready? I go for it. To the next page. there we go question one who is the third longest serving player from the current squad
1: third longest so Jamie Young maybe
0: Murray Grayson uh, Murray Grayson first signed in uh, November 2017 and it's debatable that Muriel <laughs> spent longer at the club but he left and then came back so you know can he buy loyalty? Uh, next question: Who was the first player born this millennium to sign for Largs so Murray You've got it. It's uh, it's Murray <laughs> uh, Talent starts young. You build your way up through the club, and you get your awards. Uh, question three: Who is the only player at the club with a dedication uh, with the dedication to get a Largs tattoo? Yeah.
1: Murray Grayson. That would indeed be uh,
0: Murray Grayson. Uh, I don't know if I can... Again, no one at home can actually see this, but it's there in all of its glory. we take your
2: word for it. It
0: it was a boys holiday tattoo, and I don't regret it, I'll get it again. (laughs) Uh, Then, question four. uh, Who was the substitute goalkeeper (laughs) in a famous 1-0 Ayrshire Cup final defeat in 2018?
2: Paul, Paul
0: Lang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there he is, right there, standing in the bench in all his glory. It's here. Uh, it's Money Grace.
2: <laughs> Did you feel like there was a picture of me that cup final with my stand behind the goal, my shirt off? <laughs> if you remember, it was an absolutely boiling day, and obviously I was filming, so
0: it was absolutely. So it was, uh, I'm just so glad I had such a fresh skin fade before that that game, man. <laughs>
2: I should have won that
0: game because that was a goal that Nicky squad in the last couple of minutes. And if it went to penalties, uh, it went extra time, Couser then would have had to come off, had they came on for penalties, would have saved every penalty uh, with the one that won there on penalties. that would have been the hero. written into Lag's history, but hey-ho, can't win them all. Uh, and this is our <laughs> last official question. Uh, who is the fourth youngest player in our current squad?
1: I'm, I'm assuming it's you, mate. I'm assuming it's Murray Grayson.
0: That's where you're wrong. It's Craig. <laughs> I think uh, I believe the three under twenties, and then it's we Craig, because I believe he's still younger than me. Not that you could really overtake. You know, age is not a thing where you can overtake someone. Uh, but Corey, you you know what? You'll be glad this is a this is a a podcast and isn't a visual, because our bonus question is who has the most uh, Yolo swag in our current squad.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> the correct answer, yes, is. <laughs> <got to use. coughs> uh,
1: embarrassing me. Cheers
0: for that. <laughs> All right. Like I said, no one can actually see it anyway, so you need to look at the positive. So this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that is the, that is the end. Uh, I'm glad I could uh, introduce you to some very important large trivia, just in case it comes up in pub causes and things like that in future, because you never know when these things will come up.
1: Uh, I'm gonna get
0: <laughs> that brings us, we've got less than a minute left. That brings us to the end of our first of our Murray's Mates podcast. Thank you, Paul Corey, for joining me. It's Corey, I'm not saying that incorrectly, am I? No, it's Corey,
1: mate. Corey,
0: thank goodness, man. It's a training. I kind of change between Corey and Corey just to make sure I'm right. But <laughs> that's uh, all, the time, that? all right, thanks for joining us. And again, thanks, Graham Swanson and Swanson Asset Management for sponsoring the podcast. and Hopefully, you can join us again in the near future for another Murray's Mates. See you later, boys.